This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. Every choice we make from birth to death matters. The essence of the human condition is found in our choices, and that each and every choice forms the future that you'll experience and the person you will become. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. I grew up a very, very secular Jew. Nevertheless, I did not go to school on the high holidays or on Passover. I didn't always go to the synagogue either. But I grew up knowing that these days were powerful and meaningful, and that not going to school was actually a statement of identity. I may not have done anything particularly Jewish, but I was very clear about what I didn't do. Like, we didn't have a Christmas tree, although I desperately wanted one. But we did drive around the other neighborhoods looking at all the beautiful light shows. Now, we didn't have Easter eggs, but we did buy them on sale the week after the holiday ended. So in many ways, growing up Jewish in the 70s, it was a simpler time. There was alignment about Israel. We all supported it with Israel bonds and bar mitzvah, but mitzvah trips. There was an ease socially being a Jew in Toronto. We were still within the statute of limitations post the war. Holocaust education happened in the schools. And while there were still many country clubs and golf courses that didn't admit Jews, for the most part, it was easy to be, as the checkbook notation on our census form stated, Hebrew. We read Anne Frank and Shakespeare. So The Merchant of Venice wasn't on the curriculum because of anti-Semitic tropes, but every high school student in my day could still quote the opening lines of one of Shakespeare's most famous soliloquies from Hamlet, to be or not to be. But how many of us remember the actual full stanza? Let's look at it together for a moment. In Kohelet, or in English Ecclesiastes, King Solomon reminds us that there's nothing new under the sun. And so it is, too, even with Shakespeare's writings, because Jewish wisdom has something to say about this that far precedes the bard's words. So, let's remember Shakespeare's first. Here we go. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it's nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of troubles and by opposing end them, to die, to sleep, no more, and by a sleep to say we end the heartache and the thousand natural shocks that flesh is heir to. Tis a consumption devoutly to be wished, to die, to sleep, to sleep, perchance to dream. The question asked here is, is it better to live or to die? to deal with the inevitable pain and loss of the human experience, or to avoid that all and sleep one's life away. In a portion of the Torah, we come across an enigmatic text. Have a listen. It says this, 
I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day. I have put before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life if you and your offspring would live. So our tradition isn't telling us to decide whether to live or die literally, but that every choice we make from birth to death matters, that the essence of the human condition is found in our choices, and that each and every choice forms the future that you'll experience and the person you will become. For many of us, the pain of life is such that we choose avoidance or distraction. It's a kind of a death of our personal growth. Killing time is a tragedy, for all we have is this moment, and this moment could well be our last. The ways to kill time in 2023, they're plentiful and they're ubiquitous. One, we hold it in the palm of our hands, buzzing, buzzing, buzzing with distractions from true mindful living. Drugs, alcohol, and even excessive recreational activities can temporarily set aside life's difficulties and vicissitudes, but only for a while. Because there's a moment in every person's day where a burst of clarity or even of doubt reminds us that we're all here for a reason and only for a season. And as the famous Hillel asked us, if not now, when? One of the smartest things we can do for ourselves is to make smarter choices. We can choose to truly live and to take deep pleasure in all that we have. But in order to do this, we must make, as they say in 12-step programs, a fearless and thorough moral inventory of ourselves. This requires scrupulous self-honesty and a decision to align ourselves with something beyond pain avoidance or creature comforts. It reminds us to see ourselves as spiritual entities, souls, having a physical experience in this lifetime. Judaism brought a set of values into a pagan world that was steeped in superstition and brutal practices. It asks each person to see themselves as taught by the great commentator Maimonides. We should see ourselves as follows. One should see the world and see himself as a scale with an equal balance of good and evil. When he does one good deed, the scale is tipped to the good. He and the world is saved. But when he does one evil deed, the scale is tipped to the bad. He and the world is destroyed. It's an enormous responsibility to internalize that obligation, to imagine that we have that much power. While we are powerless over so many things, our choices and our behaviors give us tremendous power. And great power brings great responsibility. And each of us at this time of year needs to hold that weight and take it seriously. The heavenly scales are looking at our personal balance, and we must do the same. You know, Jewish philosopher Dennis Prager says that goodness is about character, integrity, honesty, kindness, generosity, moral courage, and the like. More than anything else, it's about how we treat other people. So, 
Back to another incomplete quote. Hillel's question, if not now, when, is the final line of his famous aphorism that's found in Ethics of Our Fathers. And here's the full text. If I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I'm not for others, what am I? And if not now, when? This week, can you take that fearless and searching moral inventory of yourself? Hillel is telling us that our personal development, our growth, and ultimate achievement of our potential is ours and ours alone to accomplish. And while we work on ourselves, let's not forget others around us. So much time has passed since I was that girl who didn't know what her Judaism was worth, didn't understand its power for transformation. And these are not such simple times. We need a spiritual transformation here on earth to merit a heavenly result for our people. Let's not sleep for chance to dream. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.